Hello, and welcome to Leah Speaks, a weekly podcast that discusses hot topic issues or anything involving Gen Z. Here, we create dialogue, or add to ongoing dialogue, about the things impacting our generation, or things that we just find interesting in general. I'm Leah Nicole, and welcome to episode 10 of Leah Speaks. Today, we're going to be talking about the strong black woman schema. So let's get into it. Hey guys, this episode might have a slightly different tone to it. It's a little more research and theory heavy, but I think you'll find the subject interesting. Also, happy Women's History Month. What comes to your mind when you hear the word strong? Well, for me, I'd say physical power, like being able to lift a large and heavy rock or punch a hole through a wall. But nowadays, being strong or having strength doesn't always have to be physical. It can also be used to describe someone's emotional or mental capacity. If you've endured some traumatic experiences, if you have mental illness or have faced some difficulties in your life, you're strong if you're capable of enduring those things, if you're able to get through them. Today, I want to talk about strength and how it relates to women, black women specifically. Some of you may be wondering, what's the connection? Is she saying that only black women are strong? Is she saying they're not strong? Aren't all women strong? Well, sure. Yeah, women are strong. But today, I want to explore a particular schema or stereotype that many people may not even know exist or know of its relevance. It's called the strong black woman schema. And it is characterized by three main features. Emotional restraint, independence, and caretaking, often at the expense of oneself. A schema is like a model representation or outline of a certain idea or concept. Though the word strong is often said to black women as encouragement, I believe that it can actually be quite damaging. And before I get into why, I want to give you guys some historical context. With the advent of medical education and practice in the antebellum South in the 19th century, White medical educators, doctors, physicians, etc., heavily relied on black patients for a multitude of medical purposes. In his journal on Southern history, historian Todd L. Savitt, I apologize if that's pronounced incorrectly, the historian says that black bodies often found their way to dissecting tables, operating amphitheaters, classroom or bedside demonstrations, and experimental facilities. I also want to talk about Dr. James Marion Sims, who is often credited as the father of gynecology. Sims wanted to find a cure to the crippling disability, again, excuse my pronunciation of this, vesico-vaginal vistula. And without adequate access to medical equipment, he relied on the bodies of enslaved black women to complete his procedures. These procedures were usually done without anesthesia or any sort of pain medication. 
And according to the historian we mentioned earlier, Dr. Sims discovered that Caucasian patients often failed to persevere as well as Negroes during the painful and uncomfortable procedure. So what does Sims' controversial discovery imply or suggest? Does it mean that black people have a higher pain tolerance than white people? Well, unfortunately, this idea was considered a fact for some time. Some doctors actually believed and even still believe that black people feel pain differently than white people, that black people have tougher skin. They're stronger, if you will. But it didn't stop there. Let's stay in the 19th century, actually, because here we see Mammy. Yes, Mammy, not Mommy. If you don't know who Mammy is, think about your favorite maple syrup. How many of you thought of Aunt Jemima? I did. Well, Aunt Jemima is a representation of Mammy. Mammy can be described as a black mother figure who was depicted as very large, large-breasted, unattractive, fairly elderly, and uneducated, yet worldly wise, often wearing a kerchief on her head and a beaming smile on her face. Furthermore, Mammy was displayed as being content with her domestic role as a slave or caretaker of white families. And now, what we see today is almost a culmination of these two stereotypes, tougher skin and Mammy, as well as others, which has led to what I believe is the schema known as the strong black woman schema. My hypothesis, again, is that the schema does more harm than good, and that calling a black woman strong is not a compliment. But thinking of black women in this light can make people insensitive to the problems or issues that black women are facing because, oh, I mean, they're strong black women. They'll get through it. Now, before I mention any more research about this subject, I want to introduce you to two black women, and we're going to hear their thoughts and what it means to be a strong black woman. Meet Barry Farrell and Shadiman Walters. When you hear the word strong, what do you think of? When I think of strong, well, first, the thing that first comes to mind is a material like a rock. I don't know why, but like, that's the first thing that comes to mind. And then athletes, muscles. Is it primarily physical for you? Um, no. Like I said, material, like that was the first thing I thought of, like the rock or like the tree, earth, roots from trees, stuff like that. Like big stuff, like mountains. Yeah. When I hear strong, I think of being resilient because strength comes from being able to persevere even in the worst situations you're at. So being strong is not like being physically strong or being like, strong in one instance. It's your ability to continue to bounce back despite all other things that might make you feel weak, but yet you're mentally or like your body is still strong in that aspect. So strength for you is more mental than physical? Yeah, because anybody could fall to any illness, fall to any ailment, but their ability to have a positive mindset or even, what is it, a mustard grain of strength 
is that that's the strength in that. It's the strength to have to get up every day and continue and bounce back, even when you don't feel your best in yourself or in your situation in your life at the moment. It means resilience, like unbreakable, structured, stern. That's what I think of when I think of strong. I feel like strength can be much more than physical. Like emotional strength is the thing. Material strength is something else, like buildings, you know what I mean? Like they're strong and structure. When someone calls you strong, how does that make you feel? Although I think that strong is a positive word, like telling a black woman that she's strong automatically forces her to be that person that you think she is. You're placing a condition onto her that she might not want or even recognize for herself at the moment. Like, you call me strong, but what does what do you think strong is? Because I know what strong means to me, but you might see strong and you might be like, oh, I could treat her any type of way and she'll be strong about it. Or like, she's not allowed to flake under pressure because she's strong about it. Do you think it's almost insensitive in a way or makes people insensitive in a way towards black women? It does make people insensitive because it makes them not think about the situation in which they're calling that person strong. Like say for instance, somebody is has a racial undertone, a negative racial undertone when they're speaking to you. And you say, oh, you're so strong for handling that. Like I shouldn't have to be. Like I shouldn't have to be strong in that situation. I should be able to be emotional about it or be, because they think emotion is weakness, but it's not. But that's their definition of strength is having no emotion or like having little to no negative emotion. And are you saying this is kind of put onto black women or black women have like an expectation to kind of be that? Both, They're, it's put onto black women so then they have an expectation to continue to be that thing, that situation or like that attribute that everybody puts in the media and television that says, oh, the strong black woman, she takes no bull, she is always bouncing back she she can't be upset about anything when she's upset it's only anger it's not sadness it's not anything else like that can you talk a little more a little bit more about um, emotional strength what is that or what do you consider it i consider like emotional strength when you're able to really understand your emotion and know when to calibrate some more and then um put out some less like when you're really able to like balanced your emotions I think like that's like really having like a strong emotional strength so would you say that you have emotional strength yeah in some sort yeah I do I think I do have emotional strength like I feel like I survive a bunch of stuff in my life and a lot of people just like tell me that I need to like therapy but like till this day I haven't for example when I was five oh no seven yeah when I was seven um I survived an earthquake in Haiti and I had to be separated from my parents for like six months and then I was with like my little sister like when you're little you don't realize what's going on so I just thought like I was going away but like being like there and like growing up after the fact and just seeing like those things like it hasn't like really like to like I was able to go through life without like being emotionally weak. I don't want to like being affected by it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, I don't like let it define me. And other stuff like I ha- like I have been separated from my parents for like a bunch of like times in my life. Like I had to be separated like when I was young, and then 
adulthood and then now. So I feel like I manage like my emotions really well. Or not? Should I be like not because I hide them? No. No. Do you hide your emotions? Do I? Now that I'm thinking about is it is it me hiding my emotions or is it me like knowing how to balance them? You tell me. Hmm. Do you have like an example of when you've seen like a strong black woman in like television or movies or something like that? It's kind of pointing out the obvious, but Tyler Perry movies are about strong black women that have to face things that they shouldn't have to. For instance, Diary of a Mad Black Woman, like she was beat to the bone with her husband cheating, kicking her out, being constantly disrespected, him having kids on her. It's literally in the title, like she's mad, but she's strong. But she shouldn't have to be like always having to say, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. Because in half the movie, she was not okay. So that's like in media how even our own people could kind of put that on us. That's so interesting you bring up that movie because in that um, film, doesn't she like help him after his accident? Yes. So why does she do that? Is that also part of being a strong black woman? Yeah, part of being a strong, in quotation marks, a strong black woman is having to forgive everybody even if they don't deserve it. Help people. I feel like we just have to automatically be the shoulder to lean on while we're collapsing. Like, we don't have anyone to lean on, but we have to be strong for everybody else. We have to be a pillar for everybody else, and it's very unfair. No, I think I'm, like, really good at balancing them. Yeah, because I have peer, like I have moments when I cry, but then I have other moments when I, like, yeah, you're fine. So you're open with your emotions and how you're yeah, feeling? Yeah, I think I am, yeah. Well, I'm, I always say that I'm an expressive person. I show my emotions through what I like do, like how I act, like that's how I show my emotions. And like, there are some times that I know how to not do that. I don't know if I'm making sense. Am I sense? No, you are. Okay. So you understand there are some times when it might not be appropriate mm-hmm. to sort of be yeah. emotional? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like I can not control, like I know how to like balance my emotions. And what's the effect of that, do you think? Of having to be a pillar for everyone else, how do you, how do you think that affects Black women? I think that makes them ignore their emotions. I've recently learned that like autism, ADHD, ADD, things like that that are not recognized in Black women but are in us, we are not able to effectively understand or recognize that in ourselves or like in the medical field because everyone thinks it's me being strong when in fact it's like crying out for help because you don't have any other choice. Um, How do you feel when you hear strong black women? I feel like it's factual. Thinking back all the things that happened to us, I think it's an accurate statement. Whenever like I hear strong black women, I always think about my mom and like my aunties and like all the women around me. So do you see it as a compliment? Sometimes, like I said, depending on like the conversation we're having. Like if I talk about my mom, I will will say that she's a strong black woman. But like I will associate strong with her. Like I will say that she's a strong black woman. She raised two beautiful children. Um, She did everything she could to like put us where we are. You know what I mean? Like all those things. I think that all of this like make her strong. So... You kind of did answer this, but do you consider it a compliment? 
I think there's a lot of other words that can be used in place of strong. Like I said, you could say, I have perseverance, I have ambition, I'm helpful to people. Like, strong is so nuanced. Like, there's other words out there to compliment us. Like, you could say that we're educated. You could say that we're beautiful. You could say all those other things. What does strong mean? Like, do you mean I can lift weights? (laughs) Like, is that what you're talking about? Do you mean that I should be strong or that you just think that I'm strong because I'm black? Mm. If you call me strong, I would just look at you and say, okay. If you call me intelligent, I would say thank you. If you call me ambitious, I would say thank you. But if you call me strong, I'm going to, it's like you calling me tall, okay? And what else? (laughs) What else was there? Yeah. And also, I think strong also is sometimes um, associated with men. Mm -hmm. So do you think, calling a black woman strong kind of masculinizes them? Oh my goodness gracious, that's a question. It does, because we all know Aunt Jemima, Mammy, Jezebel, all of those connotations that have different personality traits, and strong is one of them that masculizes us, that makes us lose our femininity in a way. And I'm not saying that all women should feel feminine, but I'm saying that sometimes... When you say you're strong, it's not necessarily in the context of you're strong like a delicate flower. It's you're strong like steel. I don't want to be considered steel sometimes. Sometimes I want to be a pretty peony or something. Like, I want to be delicate. I want to be not weighted on, but I want somebody to say, open the door for me, instead of me having to open the door for everyone else. Um, Do you think black women are strong? Why or why not? This word strong. I do think... In all the things I've already said about the word strong and how much I don't really, it's like whatever. But I do think we're strong in the aspect that I hope people are meaning when they say it. I do think that we have so much push and shove by society, but yet we we stand up and we keep going and we, we do better every time. And they always try to discourage us or underestimate our strength, but... It's there. You can't deny it. Like, we break records. We we do this. <laughs> like, this is our thing. Like, strength is us. And so, in general, what is a strong black woman to you? Your mom. So then yeah. what attributes kind of do you associate with being a strong black woman? So, like, caring, mindful, um, respectful, courageous, motivating. Um, encouraging like all the warmth someone as being really really present like really like there and that I think that all of that make her strong like that's what I think about when I think about my mom and all the women around me I grew up in a household with my mom my aunt and my grandma three women you don't want to piss them off. They've taught me not to take anything from anybody unless it's the absolute best that I can get. They've taught me what it's like to be single parents. They've taught me what it's like to be immigrant women in this world and how you you might come off as abrasive, but that's because you know what's right and what's wrong and what you need from people. My mom, she's like, be a leader, be a leader, be a leader, be a leader. 
I need to be that person because I've seen how it got her so far and how people don't mess with her and how they make sure they watch what they say and they overall respect her in that format. My aunt, instead of being like the the out words leader she's more of a quiet leader and it's still just as effective she could sit there and people still look at her for answers because they know what's going on up here intellectually they know that what she can do but she doesn't necessarily have to scream it in their face and my grandmother she's also another quiet person who's the strongest of the bunch like she has been through so much her whole life medically that you would be surprised that she still wants to like talk to people and still want to have conversations with other people and tell them about herself and her experiences. So those three women in my life, they are the blueprint for who I am. Like each individual personality trait they have have combined within me in some way that has made me be the person I am today. In their study on attitudes of black college women towards the strong black woman schema, the researchers assert that black girls are socialized to be strong under the premise that strength will serve as a means of psychological resistance to oppression prevalent within American society. Existing within a society that marginalizes black women, it may appear that Black women have no other option than to appear strong or to succumb to the schema. Because of this marginalization and even hostility, black girls are raised to be self-sacrificial, emotionally poised, independent, and forced to mature quickly because if they do not, they are more vulnerable to succumbing to the weight of repression. Furthermore, they grow up watching as the black female figures in their lives tend to their family and community at the expense of their own well-being. And because of socialization, the schema continues to be reinforced each generation and is internalized as a tool for black girls to survive within the world, though the ramifications of this socialization and schema have rarely been acknowledged. This phenomenon is exactly what separates the experiences of black women from other races of women. Black women are not strong because they want to be, but because they have to be. And there is nothing wrong with recognizing a black woman's strength or resilience, but know that behind that strong black woman is a human being who also wants affection, comfort, and help like anyone else. And that's just something to think about. That was perfect, oh my gosh. Is there anything else you wanna say? I just wanna say shout out to all the black women out there. You guys are beautiful in all your perfections and imperfections. Don't let anybody tell you that you have to be strong because you don't, because we're here for you. If you don't want to be strong, you can be emotional, you can be beautiful and feminine. Love it. (laughs) And that's all for today. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Leah Speaks about the strong black woman schema and its effect on black women. I'm Leah Nicole, and for more episodes, go to ammnextgen.com.
see you soon. Bye.